0: Brandon Graham's seen a lot in his days with the Eagles. It's an eleven and six football team, but a strange way, obviously, to get to eleven and six. BG joins us every single uh, Tuesday at this time, and he's brought to us by Primo Hoagies. Be like Brandon Graham. Make game day epic with party trays from Primo Hoagies online at Primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie, it's a Primo. It's our guy Brandon Graham. Good morning, Brandon. Good morning. Brandon, we know this has been a tough time for you. We totally, totally get it. Let's just start with this.
1: His team won a national championship last night.
2: Oh, yeah. Let's So start that's with, a great let's start place with that. To Congratulations
0: start. to Michigan. Congratulations to you, Brandon. You gotta feel good Appreciate about that. You. Appreciate. Appreciate.
2: Yeah, you already know. Nice. Feel good, but it's gonna feel even better when we when we do what we gotta do.
0: Amen. All right. Let's talk about that, Brandon.
2: How do you get it on track? Right now it's zero zero, man. And we got an opportunity. We got a, a ticket to the dance right now. And it's what we're going to do is what we're going to do is are we dancing or are we ready to go home? You know what I'm saying? And that's the bottom line of what we're in right now. You know what I'm saying? It's so we. It's playoff atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's when to go home and that's the mindset. It's like at the end of the day, what happened in the past? It's in the past. It's more about what we do moving forward. And you know, you know, I got to hear y'all a little bit, mm-hmm. and I understand y'all frustration. But you know, y'all ain't in that building, so I can't wait to, uh, you know, keep it coming because I love it, man. Because I feel like that dog mentality of us got to come back because yeah, we've been kind of fortunate the last couple couple years and been playing good and you know winning and the city been on fire, you know, and it, it kind of got back to you know that that feeling of like everybody uh, doubting us again. Yeah. There it is. Like, come on, y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's get our act together, cause you know we 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 got we got to the playoffs. what it's what we gonna do with it. And so that's the that's the talk that I'm on, that I'm gonna talk to the team about today. It's like, man, let's 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 put our big boy pants on. Let's go out here and let's show these boys what we know we can get back to. Cause at the end of the day, man, it's on us as always. Cause y'all don't know what's going on in that building. Just like you said, like you know, yeah. you don't know. And it's so, true. hey, we we got to make sure we put the product out in a great way so that, you know, y'all can talk in a better way. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But I well, do understand.
0: Brandon, let me ask you this question because this is the disconnect for me and I'm sure for a lot of people listening right now. So we love your message of belief in your teammates, in the building, so to speak, meaning the coaches, what you guys can do, and obviously the talent. That's, it sounds great. But, yep. we, but we see 24-0 in the first half, and we see the last month and a half, and we say – Something doesn't add up. It doesn't compute. Can you can you uh-huh. make some sense for us of that? Like how can that talent be there and that belief be there, and well, then it's you know twenty four nothing? That does like to me. That just doesn't make sense.
2: Well, you know what? It was a it was it was one of those seasons where, like you say, it was a, it was the, the the hardest schedule you could have. You know, and so we went out there. We got eleven wins, which is hard to do you know some games I would say we would got more wins if if uh you know we we blew we blew a couple couple games especially you know Seattle that game and you know we we can go on and on about what we did you know regular season but what i know is this team got fight and in the beginning we was we was we was fighting and we was you know stopping the run number 1 that's you know that's our attitude and so we just got to get back to that attitude of, of that, and so um, that's going to be my challenge to the guys because you know, of course, injuries go happen and you know stuff happen. But um, we, this game, this past game, it was we didn't even know we was playing or not, and I, I you know, I ain't really like going into the game knowing that that don't give us no excuse because they they came out and they played because we knew that they was gonna come out and play, and you know they was gonna to try to you know, make a statement for them for the, for, for next year. Cause that's, mm-hmm. you know, I've been in that situation before. And so yeah. right, more credit to them. I ain't taking away nothing. We got our butt whooped. And if that didn't wake us up, you know what I'm saying? Which it should have because we only got one more that we know of and we got to go out there and we got to take care of business down in Tampa, man. And it's Monday night and we know what's what's at stake for us. Uh, everything, like I say, is still in front of us. We get, you know, a couple guys back and man, Hey, ain't nobody ready to lay down. You know what I'm saying? And we ain't got all the answers, but I do know, um, that what we put out this past well two days ago, it ain't gonna happen again. I I I could I could put I could bet the house on it, you know what I'm saying? 'Cause I I know my team's gonna respond uh well and I know Jalen gonna come out and lead the way. And you know, we, we, we believe, man, and I, I love how our backs is up against the wall. You know, everybody like, man, we might as well pack it up. Yeah, that's that that's that weak mentality we ain't we ain't got that you know what i'm saying and so i can't wait to go out there this week man get 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 ready because i'm i'm turned up you know brandon what I'm are you, you sure that me. are you sure that everyone in there feels the way you do hey well they gonna feel it they gonna feel me that's what i will tell you because like we talking right now they're gonna feel me because that's gonna be the first thing when we go on this lift today that's man it's, it's, it's how much Grow, let's, grow, let's grow some big ones. You know what I'm saying? Let's go out here. Let's go prove everybody wrong. Let's go prove ourselves right on what, what we know we can do. That's a you know, huge deal. That,
1: guys a, need to hear that from you. I absolutely agree. But we've had so many interchangeable parts with the players on the defense this year. How much of a problem is the familiarity with the scheme for the defenders themselves? How much confusion is there assignment-wise that's slowing guys down? Well
2: we gon uh, we gonna make it real simple and we gonna go out there and let us be able to play. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what that's what I do know. Uh because like yeah, you're right, it's a lot of interchanging parts. You know, we lost Sid, we lost, you know, Slay uh right now, but Slay coming back, excited about that. You know, we got some guys that's coming. I mean, you know, uh man had to knock the dust off uh Zach Cunningham and then I feel like Avante Matt is gonna gonna help us in a big way too. Uh and you know, I I love that we're about to have everybody up. Everybody, like even the young boys, get a, got a chance to you know experience some of this that they ain't really experienced in college, you know what I'm saying? Like some of the Georgia boys, the Alabamas, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the people that came from winter programs. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hey, this going to show you what you made of right here. It's like at the end of the day, nothing else matters. We all zero zero. Everybody win to go home, it don't matter what you did before. You just got – we all got tickets to the dance, but it's like who going to be dancing to the end? And so, man – all i know is i'm hyped for this week i'm gonna bring all the energy because man that's what that's what we need man we just need that energy back we need to win we need to win yeah. get that get that thing rolling again and man it's about execution at the end of the day so i get exactly what you are saying so we're gonna we gonna be simple so we can move and and, and go like that's, you said that
1: sounds great the postseason means the game gets faster and more intense is this team ready it, five out of six games, you guys have not looked fast enough and intense enough. How what anyway, how what makes this week different, Brandon? Because man,
2: we turn we turned the computer off, we rebooted it, restarted it, and then we about to go, we about to get back to work. You know what I'm saying? And I I, I know, and I'm a bet on my team because I know that every it means something to everybody. Because I see it in practice, man. It's just it's it's. It, it just sucked that it hasn't translated you know like mm-hmm. like we wanted it to, but man i I go into these games confident and i'm 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 riding to the because, you know, and but at the end of the day i'm I'm a speak I'm gonna speak truth too, you know what I'm saying, we haven't got it done, and it ain't it ain't been it ain't been good enough, you know what I'm saying, really ain't especially that last game, you know nothing something that we shouldn't all be proud of you know i I took a real look in the mirror and say, man, I know that ain't us, I know that. You know, I know we ain't going to come with it uh, come with it like that uh, this following week. Um, you know, and I can't wait to go show that. But uh, we put that on tape, man, and we can't take that back. But what we can do is is, is take care of this one this week and make sure we put it all, all our eggs in one and go out there and see what happens.
0: Brandon Graham with us here. So, Brandon, I, I don't think I'm a cynic in life. I really don't. I think I'm a pretty optimistic guy. I will tell you, my reaction to hear you talk is, one, I love – the positivity, but two, I say, but where were the results two weeks ago when you still controlled your own destiny that this weekend the game would be at the link? You lose mm-hmm. to Arizona, you lose to the Giants. I mean, weren't you 14 days ago trying to turn it up? And I, when I say you, I mean the whole team. Like 14 days ago, you were trying to do the same thing, and it fell completely uh,
2: flat, hundred percent. And we, and we, and we lost that one. Hey, but like I say, we zero zero now. We ain't talking about no pasts no more. We talking about right now, and it's gonna be on uh coming up this Monday. You know what I'm saying? We gon you're gonna see the Eagles team ready to play and we're gonna go out there and, and, and put up our best our best foot forward so that you know we, we know everything's still in our in our grasp right now. Everybody, coaches included, all of us. You know what I'm saying? We all got some some say in all this. And so it's all about just how we, how we buy it together now that everybody, you know, is in our minds against us. I know we got some real loyal fans out there, but we got people that's ready to to pounce on us, you know, to figure out, you know, all oh, this Eagles team, this and that. It's like, nah, we're going to go out there and take care of business because I know uh, that this team feel that and I know that they want to do something about it. And so man, with with me being the leader, I'm going all the way, baby. We about to we about to go out here and and, and and turn it up this uh in the playoffs because man, I just I just feel so good because, you know, talking with a lot of guys yesterday and you know, uh, everybody feeling the same way. Uh, they uh ain't down in the dumps, it's, it's playoff atmosphere, like you said. And it's like are we gonna rise to the occasion or are we gonna fold? And I know we ain't gonna do that. So man, I can't wait to, you know, hurry up and get through this week. Uh, so that we can go out there and we can get a better taste in our mouth.
0: Brandon, absolute best of luck to you on Monday night. We, uh, we're we pulling for you individually and you guys as a team and hoping to see you guys get a W and have a great flight back. Thanks, Brandon.
2: Oh, yeah, we'll be having this car next week. Got you.
0: Love it. Thanks, Thanks Brandon. Brandon. See yep. you, bud.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, there he is, Brandon Graham. Well, he skews positive. He leans in the positive side. Um, you know, we'll see. As always. As always. I mean – So, one thing going through my head while I was talking is what would happen if Brandon Graham and Tyrese Maxey had a conversation? (laughs) Would there be any negative comment? Over a whole year, 365 days, Tyrese Maxey and Brandon Graham talk to each other constantly. Does anything negative ever get said? I mean, at some point, someone's got to, someone gets hungry at some point, someone's got to go to the bathroom at some point. So, something negative's got to set in. Not that going to the bathroom. I'm I'm going to the bathroom. Sweet, man. Enjoy it. <laughs> One of those.
3: That sounds like a blast. It's gonna be fun. Of
0: course, for me going to the bathroom sure. is a whole, whole another matter. I. Damaged. I am going to step away for a moment, uh, literally to go to the bathroom. Let's just say, uh, you
1: damaged yourself.
0: Let's just say, uh, and, uh, I'll use a baseball term. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh God! Baseball's got nothing on me when it comes to exit velocity. Oh no! <laughs> no. Wow! Just oh saying. my
4: God!
1: I'll,
0: I'll, I'll let that go. Let's go to the phone. Oh! What? just and that, saying. It, then that was damage, like, And this has caused 25 years of issues that people can. Oh. To use another baseball term, George Brett. I'm just saying people can probably figure out what I'm talking about. let has got a phones. So, <laughs> come on. Now. Don't try and come figure on. it out. 215-592-9494. Oh. Speaking of trying to figure it out, Sirianni's got to figure out the blitz. And they all do. The offensive linemen, the quarterback, the running backs. Um, we're going to get to what Sirianni said yesterday about Blitz pickup. We'll get to that shortly. Let's get to Kenan. And by the way, Sirianni will also join us today on this show at eight forty. All right, to the phones. Ken and Sinnamonson. Ken, good morning.
5: Good morning, friends. How are you today? Doing well, Ken. It seems like I'm always following Joe talking about something in the bathroom. I, I don't. I don't understand that. Put it's him in the bathroom. It must be a conspiracy, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Joe. I read *The Boys in the Boat* over the over the holiday break when I was on vacation. Fantastic read, fascinating story. I've heard
0: I've heard of it. I've never read it. I know the movie's coming out, and I know I should probably just read the book. So, uh, I'm I'm about to start later today a new book on the Revolutionary War. Ken, you would love this. I mean, I was told it's great. It's a it's a Revolutionary War trilogy and only the first of the three books is out. Thrilling. And I've heard Frillings. it's, I've heard it's the, amazing. Oh, the, yes. fir, the first book it? is 1775 to 1777. <laughs> Have you already read books about the Revolutionary War? Not this, not this, <laughs> I think some guy named Atkinson or something, something like that. So
5: 1775 to 1778 is probably the, the, the best part of the There you go. The ah, yeah. Settle in. <laughs> Revolutionary <laughs> what a, what a War. Uh, I can't, can't wait. Shot heard around the world, my friend.
0: Which, by the way, Ken, a lot of people don't know, it is considered by many to be a shot fired by the colonists to ignite the war. The theory that the British shot at us first is considered by many historians inaccurate. They were like, no, they're shooting at us. Bang, bang, bang. They're shooting at us. Oh, let's go to war. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's just like we shot first. Anyway, mm-hmm. I right, Ken, what do you got on the Eagles? Should Syri- Syriani job be on the line?
5: Absolutely not. Uh, you know, I can't help but think about Jason Kelsey on these airwaves just a few weeks ago talking about how he's never seen a coach get more out of meetings right. than Nick Sirianni and he was well, like where did I don't it go oh, where did it go I, why, I
1: found it fascinating well, why but, can't
5: they pick up a blitz Well here's a here's a question Joe how many players on this team look like they're playing for their jobs I mean the, the and and you know what what Brandon just said there uh, when you guys had him on a few minutes ago was so obvious from the start of the game that these guys didn't know if they were going to play or not, and they didn't even look like they wanted to play. Like, like, well, hold on. Okay, so I, I,
0: I put that on players, but doesn't that have to go on coach also for some, some leadership and, 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 and holding guys accountable?
5: Men. These are grown men making millions of dollars. If you're, if you're a professional football player, and you need your motivation to come from an outside source. That's part it's of not it. Your internal I don't engine. know. That's part of you it, You know, Ken. these
1: other teams that I thought were undisciplined and, and unable to really put it together when they needed to, they did in these final weeks of the regular season. You know, teams like Dallas went out there and beat the teams they were supposed to beat, and we didn't. Ken, I'm, I'm with you. Players are culpable, but I think you're – like, I don't
0: think they knew who to pick up on the blitz. They didn't no, know no, who to pick up. No.
5: So So Right? <laughs> right? And I right we're about that. About, we talk about why this team doesn't have an identity. We've been talking all year long about what the identity is. You can't keep firing coaches. Like i fired one,
0: anybody. they fired one. I'm, they didn't even fire you know, him. They're still paying him. I'm them.
5: older than anybody in that studio, yeah, right? Yeah. And if they fire Nick Sirianni, the Eagles will have had as many head will be on as many head coaches since they last won the Super Bowl as the Pittsburgh Steelers have had in my lifetime, okay? So let's put that into perspective. If you want to have an identity, if you want to have a culture, I mean, this is a league where half of the teams that made the playoffs last year didn't make the playoffs this year, and half of the teams that make the playoffs this year won't make the playoffs next year. And almost every year, the Eagles are in the playoffs or, or, or have a realistic shot to make the playoffs. That's the perspective. Like, like, All right, well, listen, Ken, you're making a good case. Give me, give me, Ken, give me a Atlanta. great
0: answer. The start of a song that's great. What do you have? Uh,
5: Eminem, Lose Yourself.
0: Oh, yeah, that's another good great one. Answer. Let's listen to Sirianni because, you know, we're going to have him on at 840, but he talked yesterday about the disastrous blitz pickup situation uh, versus the Giants, and in recent weeks. Here's what he said yesterday. When you
1: look back at the, the game from yesterday, what were some of the specific issues you guys had dealing with the blitz, and are those issues things that you've dealt with before?
6: Yeah, um, obviously, anytime uh, you know you don't handle the things like that, um, you know the way you should. You know that's always gonna that's always gonna start with me and putting them in positions to make plays. Um, and so my, many different ways that you can handle the blitz. There's many different things that you can do. Um, and you know the ones that we chose to do uh, yesterday, they they weren't good enough. And so that's gonna be that's gonna be on me. Um, because, you know, it starts with the, the plan that we put together. And so it wasn't good enough yesterday. Um, we, have, we have our, our ways that we've, we're going to fix it. We have our ways that we're going to move forward with it. And uh, But yesterday, I'm, I'm going to 100% take that uh, on what it looked like yesterday.
0: See, here's my problem with it. I love the accountability. I don't like this. Quote, many different
3: ways to handle the blitz. Well, why didn't you use them? Then? Any day now, they're coming up with that, job.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, why? Like if there's so many and there are different ways, then why didn't
1: you freaking use them? Well, the way that they handle it remains the same. That That's the thing that troubles me. He says there's many different ways to handle the blitz. I'm not seeing you try different ways. Right. The way that you use, it looks like it's, Hey, Jalen, we're gonna leave that that extra blitzer to you. Right. And it's gonna be dicey and you're gonna have to try to make moves and, and buy time. But if you do, the payoff is huge. It's a huge play waiting at the other end. That does look I to think be the strategy. That's what they say. I think that's what they
0: say also. And I think that is a disaster. Me too. And to try to implement something new now this quick before the playoffs could be hard because they haven't been working at it. They haven't practiced it. They haven't mm-hmm. done it. When I say practice it, I don't know. maybe they've practiced it, but they haven't implemented it in games, and therefore they haven't done it as often as I'd like to see them do it. 215-592-9494. What Donovan McNabb said about the Eagles' mess, some interesting stuff from Donovan yesterday on WIP, plus Sirianni himself, 840 today. We'll talk to Sirianni. We'll see what he has to say now. Sirianni at 840, your phone calls as well. On 94 WIPA is
3: 2024 your year to establish fitness and wellness goals or maybe you just want to create healthier habits no matter your motivation NovaCare rehabilitation's physical therapists are your trusted partner for more than 30 years NovaCare has been the Delaware Valley's hometown leader in physical therapy hand therapy and sports medicine NovaCare is proud to be part of the healing journey of so many patients from healing aches and pains to gaining strength and flexibility and preventing injury, their clinical experts will give your body the tune-up it needs and deserves. With more than 150 convenient locations in greater Philadelphia and South Jersey, there's no better time to make Novacare's movement experts part of your health care team. They'll get you back to work, sports, and life and help you stay healthy all year long. To learn more about the benefits of physical
5: It a little Bright and Richie's day I didn't talk too much It was on <laughs>
0: That's an above average start to a song I'll give him that Go to camera, John Ritchie, Jimi Hendrix, ninety-four WIP. We're trying to determine today. You know, so we're trying to turn that frown upside down a little bit. And what's the best start ever to a song? I still think there's a winning answer out there that hasn't been said. But
1: John took. But that is one. it at the camera answer? I think, like it, you I think the best song ever written is the Battle Hymn of the Republic. I think it's it is a the best dumb song. answer like that. I think the
0: song that I'm thinking of again, and it's not a rock song in like the coming at you hard charging sense. Um, I think you. There's no doubt in my mind you respect the song. I there's feel no like doubt it's gonna o- be like a
1: holiday. No song. doubt in my mind. No like doubt in be my like mind. Happy birthday or something along those lines. <laughs> 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 we'll find out. We'll see if anyone gets it
0: by the end of the show. If not, like I'll tell like you Alt what.
1: All Something along those Ooh, lines.
0: Maybe. Maybe. New Year's resolution for the Eagles: uh, start blocking better. Uh, oops, they already failed on that one. Well, you got you got, a <laughs> you got a second chance. Got a second chance. All right, we'll talk to Nick Sirianni coming up at 840 today. Um, all right, someone who I believe is delusional about the Eagles is a former NFL star wide receiver. Um, <laughs> Chad Johnson, otherwise known as Ocho Cin- Cinco, or Ocho Cinco otherwise known He's as He's only Jones. known as Ocho Cinco now. I call him Chad Johnson. I know you I do. Mean, come on, That's classic to yeah, camera I'm gonna right I'm going to call right the guy there. Ocho Cinco. The man legally <laughs> changes his uh, name. Well, You're like, no, nope. what do I care, man? Um, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco. Um, thinks the Eagles, uh, they, they got this. I don't know. I think this is total nonsense. But if you want to try to turn the frown upside down, if you want to believe in what
2: Chad Johnson said yesterday, yeah, believe
0: it if you will. Here's what he said yesterday.
2: I know my Eagles fans. I know y'all upset. Uh, I think they're going to fix it. I think the Eagles, Eagles players, I think they playing possum. I know what they're doing. They're allowing their bodies to reset. they allowing their, their minds to mentally reset. And watch what happened come playoff time. Watch what happened next week. Watch what I tell you. I tell you no lie. I lie for you before I lie to you. Watch what them boys do. I know it. I'm familiar with their game. I know what they're doing. Eagles fans, I tell you, I tell you, I, I, I know what I'm talking about now. Now watch.
0: Okay.
3: Uh, we'll watch. We'll see.
0: Jeez.
2: I'll buy it. Wouldn't
3: I, that be something? Uh, wouldn't that be something? Joe, you thought they lovely. were doing it earlier in the year with certain – like with – Jalen, don't want him to get hurt yeah. or doing this. Maybe not the running game. And then as it went on, we realized, no, they just don't have it.
0: Yeah, I, so I did think there were some things they were going to hold back for the playoffs. Certain type of plays, perhaps, and certainly Jalen's running and more utilization of Swift. But the more this season is going, I mean, they may try to have Jalen run more in the playoffs, and they probably should because they don't move the ball that great otherwise. But, I mean, they do move it, but they don't score it and bubble. Uh, but I'm just convinced the they're union. they're a
1: flawed team. It's just a flawed team. It's a flawed team. I yeah. I can't believe the way they they move. They move differently than they did at the beginning of this season and I didn't realize this until going back and watching week 3. Yeah. Going back and watching week 3 just to see what the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers looked like, what we looked like. Man, it it looks like we were twice as fast. Like like our defensive front, yep. the get off, it felt like like, fast-forward it.
0: John, week three, Eagles 10-point favorite against this year's Eagles. Uh, the, the, oh, this week's yeah. Eagles. 10-point. Oh, yeah. Last it, it, year's Eagles day.
1: a 17-point favorite right now. Not Night and Not day in terms of the way they 14. carried themselves, in terms of the, the confidence, yeah. in terms of just the, like, the way they were running the football, too. Holy yeah. cow. Blowing holes open it's on right. the offensive side of things. Sound tackling on the defensive side of things. It was just a different world. So,
0: I don't think Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco's keeping it real. I think I don't Don, either. I think Donovan McNabb's keeping it real. He was on with John and Ike yesterday. Listen to McNabb reacting to so much that's going on. Listen,
7: I hate to always go back to when we play because I don't want to be that, that old player. But players' only meetings toward the end of the season don't ever work. <laughs> and when you get to this point, this is something that's been going on for the last, let's be honest it's been about 8 9 weeks. Mm-hmm. We were able to squeak ourselves out of out of games at the end uh which, you know, winning cures a lot but it doesn't cover up everything. And now as we were find ourselves in this position for the last 5 6 weeks, it's almost to the point where you wonder if they even see it. And when I look on both sides of the ball, it's the same mistake each and every week. Mm-hmm. It's the same same mistakes. I mean for a defensive coordinator to now have to resort to putting his team in just straight zone coverage and pretty much trying to play friend but don't break defense. And then when you decide to play a little man, we get murdered on it? Like, it's, it's, it's unacceptable.
0: You know, there's so much about what Donovan said that resonates with me, although I'll give you one caveat. I don't think it's so much about you wonder if they see it. I view it more like you wonder if they know how to fix it. I mean, I don't know how you can't say it. I think the question is, do they know how to fix it? You know, there was also a conversation in that interview with John and Ike. uh, Not John and Ike. Who was it? Jack Jack and Ike. Jack Jack, and Ike with Donovan about Jalen. But then they got to more than just Jalen. And Donovan talked about how there's so much going wrong beyond just Jalen specifically. Uh, He broke it down
7: pretty good here. There has to be some help around you. And something to lead you to get you back on track. They haven't run the football consistently enough. They haven't utilized that as Dallas got enough. And so now we've just become trying to be one of those aired out kind of teams, and that's not who we are. I mean, the offense, we, we led the league in rushing last year, didn't we? Yes. Yep. We we haven't. We're nowhere near that. Last year we led the led the NFL in sacks. We nowhere, nowhere near that. Definitely near that. They're going to get 30 next week. <laughs> <laughs> to get That's up to what it. I'm saying. Like,
4: we had 70 sacks
0: last year. 70. Yeah, I mean, he's hitting a lot of good points. I'll tell you this. We don't talk a ton about it because there's been other things we discuss more. But, John, the utilization or lack thereof of Dallas Goddard,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll go as far he as, had as one to... catch for four yards yeah, in the last game I'll, I'll, shortened game.
0: I'll say this. In recent years in Philadelphia sports. I don't know if I can think of a better player more poorly utilized, more underutilized. I mean, it'd be like if you didn't pass the ball to Tyrese Maxey. It'd be like, what are you doing? I'll, I'm not saying he's quite as good as Tyrese Maxey, who's really become, like, really great. But Dallas Goddard is a legitimately great tight end. and That's a real shame. And it's like it's just like they're wasting. And I think part of it is Jalen doesn't throw the ball over the middle much. So, I think you have a limited scope. Goddard usually is catching the ball hash marks out. And and again, I think well, part of, no, part of the simplistic of the offense. No, yes, yes, you got
1: screens inside the hash oh, marks. Not too. a ton. You John, got check downs. You know, the the traditional West Coast offense, you had the stick route. That was the staple of Did the offense. It? It's a six yard yep. tight end. Yep. Get up there and bust it to the, yeah. the outside. Uh, no, you Almost, don't see much yeah, of that. That's point. You don't see much. But
0: think about what Gronk did. Like, Gronk lived down the middle of the field. The seams seams. are where
1: tight ends are supposed to live.
0: And Goddard, with his size, should be able to – like Antonio Gates. Goddard's not Gronk big, but he's a big dude. He is a physical specimen. He is a really impressive physical specimen who frequently breaks tackles. And it's like – They don't use him in the middle of the field. Now, is some of that on
1: Hurts? Probably. Is some of that on Sirianni? Probably. We've gotten away from some of the just really basic stuff of the RPO. You know, that RPO, like, step one was if he pulls it out, he can always throw it to the flat with Dallas it running out there. And that uh, we've gotten away from just RPOing as much, I think, in part, and I don't know this for a fact, Mm to protect Jalen when he got beat beaten up a little bit early in the season. You know, after about a month, it was sort of like we're going to pull back on the RPO and the RPR, and by proxy, Dallas Goddard got, got shortchanged. Yeah, I, I agree. All right,
0: let's go to the phones. We also have, by the way, today's Twitter poll question of the day. Brought to us by Armand Chevrolet. What's the Armin difference? It's simple. It's their people, well-trained, friendly, and caring. Together, let's drive. Visit com. Today's question, of these three units, which has disappointed you the most this season? Is it the cornerbacks, the defensive line, or the offensive line? I think the D-line is going to win this poll, but I'll tell you, the other other units have been really lagging as well. Uh, Sirianni in 10 minutes. Let's go to the phones. Scott and King of Prussia. Scott, good morning. Good
8: morning, team. Greetings. Greetings. Greetings, Scott. And salutations. We got 30... Yes, 33 days, 15 hours, 28 minutes, 47 seconds to spring training. Uh, listening to that interview with BG, he's definitely being a good soldier, but it seems like um, the team has quit on the field. It's left us with a lot of answers. So I was thinking that maybe, you know, all these questions and answers that we could put Sirianni on the stand and it would sound something like, you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want, answers. <laughs> I want the truth? You can't handle the truth. Well done, we Scott. We want the truth. We want to know if this team has quit or if this team done. is still know. gonna. Quit.
0: Oh, he's still uh, going. Oh, you know, uh, Jack's still going back uh, there.
8: No, nah, we yeah, yeah, yeah Jack's doing a breakfast. good job queuing everything up here in the uh, in the man cave. We don't. We want to know if this team's quit or whether they have anything left. They're playing for Sirianni's job this week. Um, if if I think if we win and there's a good chance we win, that line is fishy. Um, I would think that it would have been a two-point Tampa Bay line, but to know that, that it's an Eagle line. I think it's uh, crazy, Scott.
0: That, I think it's crazy. Eagles being nuts. I think me it's is crazy nuts.
8: too. And an Eagles line, though it's he's right. Anytime it's a crazy line like that, I it know. tells me to go the opposite way and take the Eagles. So that, to me, that's a positive because um, Vegas doesn't usually. Yeah, you miss. know what? You know what's um, a negative, Scott? Go ahead.
0: Everything else. Yeah, I know. You know what I, I know. mean? Everything like how they played, what no, they have said, know. what they haven't said. Everything. Everything. Everything's a negative. Right,
8: Joe. I'm with you 100. Except on for that. except um, for the, except gears. except
0: for this. The Bucks aren't that good. That that is something that. You know, the Eagles did get a good draw here from the standpoint of, come on, let's be real. The weakest teams in the playoffs are probably the Bucks and the Steelers and the Eagles. The Packers. And the Packers. So, all right, Scott, switch it, gears. And, Go and ahead.
8: chance of turning it on. Yeah, switch gears to the Flyers. Yeah. Um, so, I'm happy to be talking about the Flyers. Unfortunately, this trade is the exact opposite of what their what the intent was correct is to get play, you're right to get these players that are superstars that we can build around so to know that this kid started off by saying he was happy to be a flyer and then changed his tune after he was drafted is really disappointed and it kind of gives us a target in philly for the future every time he comes in well you know what it also shows um,
0: scott the the flyers haven't been a winning team, like, in his life, basically. Like, 2010, they got to the Cup. 2012, they had a pretty good team. 2020. But, like, kids that grow up, whether it's in America or Canada or overseas, they're not, you know, they're not 17, 18 years old, accustomed to the Flyers being winners. It's and- kind of, but yeah. there's
3: there's a little backstory to this, if you remember Kevin Hayes. Mm-hmm. From what I heard, you know, watching, you know, Anthony Sanfilippo and some other people mm-hmm. from the Flyers, that Kevin Hayes is an alumnus of the same college he went to, yep. which is either Boston, Boston College BC. Or, BC. yeah, BC. Yeah. Um, had way too undue influence, and Kevin Hayes ho- hated Tortorella. Yeah, no, I mean, it, so it, it could be. So that's a problem. No, I it, mean, it, it could be. That's not right if he did that.
0: Unless he had an ax to grind. I mean, oh, Tor- totally Tortorella Tor- to Tor- him, yeah. grinds people. Oh, and yeah. You run that risk if you have a guy like Tortorella as your coach. Scott, give me an answer. I the hope-
8: best start to a
0: song ever is which
8: one? All right, I'm going to say it for you. Uh, it's a dual because it, we're all we are all conditioned. We're all conditioned as Philly because uh, it's got dual meaning for us. But you'll you, uh, here we go. Let me just pull.
0: spit it out. Let's go.
2: Cashmere.
0: Uh, cashmere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cashmere, it, it, yes. It's a very good answer. It is. I don't think it's a winning answer, but it's a very good answer. I think it's a really good one. All right, let's listen to uh, Jonesy because, you know, yesterday after the Flyers made this trade, obviously as Flyers president, he went on the record about it. Here's Keith Jones. The player didn't want to play for the Flyers. Jonesy's like, well, the heck with you then. Here's Jonesy on trading a player who was a heralded prospect and no longer
4: is a Flyers prospect. His trade, which uh, I'm sure catches a lot of the fans by surprise because we've been talking about Cutter and watching him and thinking he was going to be a Flyer, especially with what he said at the draft. Talk about how this all evolved.
6: Yeah, he didn't want to be a Flyer. Yeah. So we had to you know, come up with a plan, and fortunately we were able to execute on that plan. His value would never be higher than it was after the World Junior Championships. Um, It was only going to decrease if the word got out there. Uh, I have to give a lot of credit to the people that we were negotiating with that they kept this quiet. Uh, It could have become a much more difficult situation.
4: So the other general managers, presidents around the league were outstanding in keeping this a private matter. Pretty tough to do that these days. Yeah, and (laughs) the leverage starts to change in that case. So uh, you don't want to be a flyer. You're not going to be a flyer. And uh, we were... Very pleased in the return that we got. All
0: right, listen. I love the message. You don't want to be a flyer. You're not going to be a flyer. Here's what I don't like: that he's not a flyer. And I also don't like eh, Jonesy. Eh, probably, probably spin a little bit there. Love Jonesy. Oh no, Spencer, it's a, spin a little bit. There, right? There's no way they could have gotten as much for the kid if if the oh, other yeah. team
3: knows that he didn't want to be here. I mean, the like, it's just what it is. Six months ago, twelve months ago, wasn't to you know trade him. No, it's a huge blow. Yeah, it I is. mean, it's it's yeah. like, and I'm what I know from knowing Jonesy. Yep. He's furious. That's what I heard right well, there. Well, he
0: loves the Flyers. Yeah, and he and, does. and he loves and Philadelphia. He's like, you don't want to be here? Get out of here. This
3: kid was going to be a piece, and if this yeah. kid got talked out of it, you know, I mean, we just talked about it earlier. What's the lifespan of, of hockey coaches?
0: Yeah, probably three years.
3: So, you know, grow up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I, mean, I mean, but I know it's it's a huge blow. It's I terrible. certainly
0: won't be rooting for the guy. That's for damn mm-hmm. sure. It does fall into like a J.D. Drew yeah. type category. Not as um, notable in, in, in discussion, but... For for hockey, it's a pretty big deal, to, and but but it's not good for the Flyers that someone didn't want to be here. That's not a good thing. All right, let's get to Eric and Cherry Hill. Eric, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Eric? What's going on, dude?
4: Um. So yeah, I I, I had a syrianic point, but you know, I don't I don't bet sports. You you guys remember what the over under was for which game? For the Eagles, Eagles win. Oh, oh, it was boy. eleven and a half. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, imagine you had that one?
3: bet. You're you're sitting there at ten wins wow. with seven games left or whatever. Wow, yeah. Eric, I didn't even think
4: about that. That is a it wow. Just occurred to me the other day, but um, that's
0: a bad beat. You're not feeling yeah. good when they're down twenty four nothing in the second quarter. I'll tell you that.
4: <laughs> um, with Sirianni, you know, I like the guy, I like his passion, but I think you know, I call, you know, I call a lot, but. I said a couple weeks ago, you know, he has to adjust to the adjustments, and it it just looks like he's not capable. Um, And, you know, on top of losing the locker room, it's like, you know, like what can you do, really? I mean, even if he – Well, you can change
0: players or you can change coaches or you can give them all another shot and say, all right, guys, let's do better next time. I, I find that unlikely. I well, think he's gave, on. I think he's on thin thin ice, Eric. I I think if they lose to Tampa, I think he's going to get fired. I really do.
4: Yeah. I mean, you gave Jalen two hundred fifty million. That's not right. Changing players. I mean, you're going to change the coach. But uh, yeah, no, that, that was that was just my point.
0: Yep. Eric, give me a great song. The way it starts, you can win the the tickets here to the Philadelphia Auto Show.
4: Yeah. You guys ever see the movie The Wrestler? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sweet child of mine. You got it, man. That's a great answer, Eric. Good stuff right there. Ooh.
0: We're gonna, so it's the end of the show. You're gonna to have to probably compile a couple of the best because we got to actually hear some of these to to really probably give the,
1: the the you know. Did did his did adding the wrestler to "Sweet Child of Mine"? No, he could have just said "Sweet Child of Mine." Yeah, I, found I found that that think strange, it made it yes. less valuable as an answer to me. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I saw the wrestler. I liked it. "Sweet Child of Mine." Okay, I guess it was in the wrestler, but like. Hey, there's no connection that my mind makes to "Sweet Child of Mine" and the rest.
0: I mean, maybe that was a young caller and doesn't otherwise know the song. Hmm. I mean, could be possible. That's a good. Yeah, that's right. a good point. Possible. You know. All right, let's talk to Dave and Willow Grove. Nick Sirianni will be with us shortly. Good morning, Dave.
4: Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing all right, Dave. Excellent. First of all, um, you know all of uh, all of you, Rhea, John, Joe. Uh, your, your analysis of the situation with the Eagles, I think, is really spot on. I mean, every single thing you guys have said, um, really spot on. My take on Nick Sirianni is that um, he's a rah-rah coach, and rah-rah coaches lose the team at some point. It seems to me. Mm. So I don't know if that's factored into anybody's thinking, but that's the that's the concern I have with with Nick. If he's lost the team, <laughs> that's I worry. It, you
1: know. Yes.
0: I worry about that yeah. as well. I think that, I think that is a fair uh, way to frame it. I mean, Dave, to me, the lack of blitz pickup is so alarming. It makes me want – because there's different things for an NFL head coach. I mean, for any football coach, it's, it is about, you know, morale and, and attention to detail as far as focus and effort and, and all that. Motivation, let's call it. But yeah. then there's also scheme. I mean, scheme's yeah. a, I mean, scheme's a huge part. I mean, when, when the Eagles kind of reinvented themselves before the playoffs in 2017 to win the Super Bowl, that was about a schematic reinvention, without which I don't think they would have gotten Nick Foles on track and won the Super Bowl. And credit to Doug and Frank and, and Filippo for pulling that off in conjunction yeah. with Nick.
8: You know, that's
4: Absolutely. All right, Dave, Dave,
0: we got Sirianni coming on in a moment here. Give me the best song ever to start a uh, the way the song starts.
8: Okay, I'm going to go populist.
5: I'm a musician and a band leader, so I know what people like. And so rather than. You know, 11 and 6, it's it's been
0: a very strange way to get to 11 and 6, Sean. I mean, just a very, very strange way. Playoffs start on Monday night. Eagles in Tampa Bay, obviously in Tampa on Monday. Five out of six down the stretch, obviously the squad lost, but another opportunity to try to turn it around versus Tampa on Monday. Now, a lot to answer for for what's happened and where they head. And for more on that, as the regular season gives way to the postseason, let's welcome the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Sirianni, to the show. Good morning, Nick. Hey, good morning. Good morning, morning Nick. Nick, let's go back to the last game, then we'll, we'll move forward to, to Tampa. Um, second quarter, as things are going as they were going – What was going through your mind seeing what was happening in the second quarter of that game and the way it felt like the game was slipping away?
6: Yeah, obviously not a, not a good start to the game, not a good game at all for us. Um, So what's going through my mind is, okay, you know, we're down, we're down three scores. We're not, we're not getting things going right at this particular time. Um, Let's get guys out and and rest some guys, you know, in in attempts to have, you know, a half off before we play a, a big playoff game.
1: Nick, how has this team's personality changed in the last six weeks?
6: Yeah, you know, I think that what's you know, obviously when you when you're in a skid that we're in, like we're losing five out of six, right? Um, you know, that's a re, that's a result, right? And the and the ten and one start, that's a result. So what I can what I know about this team is that they've had the same personality going through the entire year. And, you know, because we, all we care about is just getting it fixed and, and trying to do the things we know we can do to get it fixed. And that's just the process that you go through each week. You know, not always are the results going to turn the way you that you want it to go. All right, But what you can control always is the process. And I believe that that's what this team has done throughout the year is is, you know, went through the process each week, put everything they had into each week. You know, at the early parts of the year, it worked well. Um right now it's not but we you just stay the course and 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 that's what I believe our guys have done.
0: Nick, let's get to to causes even more than result. Do do you feel there are internal issues that are causing a lag in morale amongst the players?
6: Yeah, no. No, I do not. Um you know, I I think like I said that these guys put the work in every day. They come in here every day. They play through they play through tough Uh, bumps and bruises that they have and injuries that they have um, I don't I don't feel that because I know the types of guys we have in this locker room and the types of leaders we have in this locker room leading all the types of guys and uh, I, I don't believe that at all
1: Nick why has the defense gotten worse in the last six weeks they're allowing eight points per game more the last six weeks
6: you know, obviously we're not we're not doing anything that we want to do right now through this skid as a team, right? And so it's you know you look at the offense, you look at the defense, you look at the special teams, like it's a team. Um, it's it, you know you want to get it going as a team, and so um, you know we've you know we've had some some things with the run game these last couple of weeks, but make no mistake about it, that again it all goes into one. Like so, if the defense gives up, you know like let's say about the giants game. Like if you look at that and just the giants game, uh, the first giants game, if you look at the the eight points, you don't account for the interception for a touchdown. You don't account for the fumble that put us in position uh, that they went in and scored. Right. And so, you know, and that that doesn't mean they're they're all like that, but again, we're a team um, and you win as a team, you lose as a team um, and you get up as a team. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, on the offensive side of things, as a as a viewer, uh, watching the, the blitz plan, it doesn't feel like we're using to the traditional blitz protection concepts like hot routes and sight adjustments to help solve the blitz and these new simulated pressures. What gives you confidence that this offense can beat the blitz?
6: Yeah, you know – um, obviously, you know you go into a game plan, everything, and you go into a game plan in the run game, right? You go into a game plan with a pass game. You go into a game plan with a with a blitz beaters. You go into a game plan with a four minute plan. Uh, you go into it with third down, red zone, etc. You know sometimes the plan works, sometimes it doesn't work, right? There's many different things you can do. First split zero, right? You can max it up, right? You can max up protection. You can sprint out. You can uh, throw quick. You can throw a, a screen, right? There's, there's, there's many different things you can do. You know, the last time we played the Giants, um, you know, I believe they blitzed 89% of the time, and we had one of our best uh, offensive performances that, we, that week. Um, you know, and this week our plan didn't work as, as well, obviously, and it put us in a hole. So anytime, anytime something like that happens, you know, you got to put that on me, you know, because when the plan doesn't work, it, the, the, the questions should all go to me. And, and, and so, and I understand that and I understand my responsibility there. So I wasn't good enough in that game, um, you know, but we've had, we've definitely had games where we have been, we have been really good against it. You know, this week, wasn't one of them. And then you can look at that, like I said, for every phase of the game, if the run game, you know, wasn't good enough If the pass game, if the blitz protection, all those different things. And when it's not good enough, right. It, it is, you always, I always want everyone to look to me and because it's my job to put the the players in positions to succeed it's also my job to make sure that the detail of what the of what we're asking the players to do to be very very uh you know thought out and and detailed of what they're we're asking them to do so um this week you know that's on me that that we didn't that we didn't have a, a good enough plan there and it didn't work um and like i said we got different answers different things and it's never just one In one game, you try to sprinkle in a little bit of everything in each game so you don't put all your eggs in one basket. So a lot of different ways you can do that. Um, Again, when you think when you have everything maxed up and somebody comes free right there, there's, you know, when you have a max protection, there's not going to be a sight adjust or a hot um, when you have seven men in protection. Mm -hmm. And so and then there's times where you do have it, you know, where you where you don't have seven man in protection, you have six or you have five. And that's where those are built in. So you're not going to see, you know, like you said, you're not going to see a traditional uh, look of what you believe to be traditional every single time because there's, there's a couple different ways you can do it. Mm-hmm.
0: Nick, do you feel you're doing the other ways often enough to do it successfully?
6: Again, again, you mix them a little bit. I, 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 if you're judged, if you're judged on your last game, which I know in this league you are, uh, then no. But if you're judged on the entire season, then yeah, we feel like we we mix it up, we do some different things, and uh, you know, and again, sometimes the defense is going to get you. They're going to they're going they're going to disguise. They get paid too, to disguise things to make things look like it's not blitzing and it. it is blitz, and so. You know, but based off last game, no. I, was, I Like I said to you already, I wasn't good enough. And, you know, but as a whole, um, you know, I've no, I think we've definitely done some good things, and Jalen's done some good things, and, and the guys have done some good things.
0: Nick Sirianni here with us. Nick, let's, let's talk about other things you could do differently if you choose to. Jalen under center. Do you feel that it just wouldn't be effective enough to have Jalen under center more often and be able to run different types of plays?
6: You can run all the plays that you need to uh from the gun uh, from the pistol um and again you're you think about you think about your quarterback, you think about your plays that you have, and you're trying to do what what's best for for that game and also mix it up enough where um you know the the defense is caught the caught off guard so again, you know you can be offset one way you can do same ball handling, you can do a cross ball handling, you could do pistol ball handling all those things when Jalen's, you know, in the gun, they have to, they have to hold backside and, and, and you can do that too sometimes under center when you boot out and all those different things, but that's the style of offense. We are, Um, you know, that doesn't mean you don't get under center every once in a while. Um, But you know, there's, again, there's so many different things. You can hop the back. You can, you can fit the back um, to give you the, the different desired looks that you need from a, from a defense. Um, you know, so again, that's like, you know, why not more something else, you know, sometimes it fits your personnel and sometimes it doesn't fit your personnel. And like we said, we try to do everything we can do to fit our personnel. Um, you know, the things that they do well and the things that give the defense fits as well.
1: Nick, the, the adage is that the postseason means the game gets faster and more intense. How ready is your team?
6: Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're looking forward to having a really good week of preparation um, and a really good week of practice. One thing that I know our team's ready for is that because of the sense of we have a lot of guys that have been here before. We have a lot of guys that have played in big games. You know, we have rookies that played in the national championship. We have second-year guys that, and third-year guys that have played in national championships. We've had guys that played in Super Bowls. We've had guys that won Super Bowls. And so, again, when you have these all these types of guys that are winners – um, and they have and have won traditionally. Um, they know what it takes, and and you know we have a lot of coaches on this staff that that have been through as well. And so uh, we'll be you know we'll be ready. We're we're looking like I said, we're we're all looking to we we all looked at each other in the locker room after the game, uh, coaches and players, and we said we're going to give everything we got this week, and, and then we'll see what happens. But everything we got this week, we're going to leave on the field. Um, and like I said, we got a lot of guys with a lot of experience. Um, in games like this um, that, you know, I'm ready to, you know, to go to battle with those guys.
0: Nick, let's talk about a couple of them, four really key players. Jalen, A.J. Brown, Devontae, Darius Slay. Jalen, A.J., Devontae, Darius, do you think they're all a full go?
6: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, you know, obviously um, early on in the week, and there's a lot of things that that have to happen until then, um, you know, we haven't even been together to, to practice yet, right? We've We've had – you know, they had off yesterday. We'll see them today in here for their lift. They'll have off again tomorrow because you're playing a Monday night game. All right. And then we'll be, on, we'll be back on the practice field after that to, uh, you know, to get into our, our groove of the, the Tampa Bay preparation. And there'll be preparation, obviously, before then. Um, but we'll see. You know, I, th- I think they all have a – they all definitely have a chance to go. Um, and they're all very important players. And so we'll need all hands on deck. Uh, Every any time you play a a playoff game, you need all hands on deck, especially those guys right there that you mentioned, Um, all outstanding players, outstanding leaders, outstanding people.
0: Nick, does the Monday game annoy you? I mean, it gives you more time to prepare for it, but if you win it, it gives you a whole less day to prepare for round two. Does that bother you?
6: You know, obviously uh, my mind is only on on Tampa. I love the extra day that we got, and I know this, that we've we've pretty much been handed every – every type of game you could play uh from this schedule. And so we know we're battle tested with that, that those types of things. And uh, you know, obviously that extra day, you know, we'll we'll treat that like a mini buy, you know, that we have that one day that we have a mini buy. We didn't get to buy this year. So, you know, we're gonna take that Monday night game and use it as an advantage. You know, just like when when the weather's crappy outside, you know, you think to yourself The weather's an advantage to the team that thinks it's an advantage. The weather's a disadvantage to the team that thinks it's a disadvantage. We're going to go in with the mindset that this extra day was an advantage for us to get some of our guys healthy, to get a little bit of a a mini-buy, and then we'll handle crap afterwards that we need to handle afterwards, but excited about this opportunity this week.
1: Nick, the the last time we played the Bucks, there was a lot said uh, by their coaches on the sideline about Jalen and his ability to read through what what a defense was showing him. Two times, um, two times ago against. The oh, Bucks, two times. Twenty twenty one. Yes, in that in that playoff yeah. uh, matchup, how much mm-hmm. improved is Jalen at doing that at reading that defense?
6: Yeah, no doubt he he's ever. All these guys have grown so much. Um, you know, in these past two years, I mean, you, you look at 2021, seems like forever ago, right? Um, you know, we start off slow, we get it going, we go to the playoffs, and, and we get thumped. Um, and then, you know, last year we win 16 games um, in, in Jalen's top of the MVP um, conversation. And throughout, you know, the 11 games, early first 11 games this year, he's still in that conversation. And then when you, when you lose five out of six, you know, you lose out on some of the, the postseason awards, pardon me, the, the, um, you know, the awards that are given throughout the season. But, you know, he's obviously just continued to grow as a player. Um, You know, we've been in the playoffs the last three years. The big reason for that is because our quarterback's a a really good football player. And he continues to develop. He continues to grow. um, And really excited for him to go. You know, one thing about that Monday night game is there, there's no other games on. You know, it's all it's all on us. All eyes are on us, and really excited um, for everyone to see uh, Jalen Hurts and and uh, this football team. And because you, you asked me about Jalen, I'm really excited that for the the country to see the the type of player he is, and uh, you know, going in there to against a really good defense at Tampa.
0: Uh, Nick Sirianni here, Nick. When Jalen's you know getting ready to roll, play by play. How often do you call the plays as opposed to Brian Johnson?
6: Yeah, Brian Brian's doing a, a big, big chunk of it because I'm obviously managing the game. Um, you know, when you're when you're you know, when you're starting to think about going for it on fourth down, there's gotta be a lot of communication that goes on. And so, you know, that and that communication doesn't start on third down, right? That communication starts at the beginning of the the new first and ten, right? Hey, if we get to this on se- on third down or whatever. W- w- let's think about that. And then that communication also goes from me to Brian, you know, talking to him about what I'm thinking there. But then it then it go then I got to click over and talk to Coach Clay about what I'm thinking there too, because you know obviously I'm fourth down. I don't want him sprinting out the the punt team, and I'm saying we're going for it, the field team, right? And so that communication I think so important, just like communication on the on the field. With the players is so important that everyone knows what we're thinking, so Brian can call the game accordingly. Um, you know, obviously we talk on the sideline um, in between series and what you're doing there, and you can you can kind of go into a series and say, hey, here's what we're thinking. But you know, and and obviously we're talking through that just like we talk through everything when we game plan and all those different things. But you know, I'm I'm what's really hard I think, and I've seen this plenty of times in this league, is you know if Brian would call a play and I go no. And I don't. I try not to do that to him, right? I, I don't, you know. I I don't. I'm not going to do that, and because that really puts the the play caller in a and in the offense in, in a bind. And so again, all my talks uh, with Brian, we talk about everything on the sideline. Myself, Brian, uh, Kevin Petulo Coach Stout, Coach Jason Michael, the players. You know, we're just we're in discussions in between, and and sometimes that's even hard for me because I'm managing the game on the defensive side of the field, and so. You know, I just believe that that communicate like we're doing all our work in preparation and attempts for this this week. You know, now you you put a ton of the hard work in now and then adjust to the things that uh, happen in the game, and so that's why we're we're busting our butts now. Uh, so we've had a lot of those conversations. Can you possibly put yourself? In every single conversation, you know, every single play possibility, no. But we try to do as much as we possibly can, you know, just like y- you guys do, right? So you prepare yourself as much as you possibly can so that when you're on the air or when you're, in the, when you're on the field, it's not the first time you, you've done it.
0: That's right. Nick, final thing here, everything's swirling around, and obviously there's been a lot lately, which we could just sort of call heat. Um, how are you handling it on a personal level, everything swirling?
6: you know obviously i'm pissed about that we're in a we're in a little bit of a a slump right now we're losing five out of the last six not a little bit i'm really pissed and and so and all my mindset is is to make sure that we you know are doing the things we need to do to to help us win this next game and, and not thinking about anything else but that because there are a ton of, there are there can be a ton of distractions if you allow there to be distractions. And so, you know, in good times, it's easy to to block out any distractions In hard times. It's not as easy, but that's what you, you know, I don't get paid to to lead the team when it's easy, right? I get paid to lead the team when it's tough. And, um, and again, that's also, you know, how I have, you know, same thing with my family, same thing with everything. So this is the times that, that test you. And uh, look forward to this challenge that we have to get it going back right again.
0: Nick, good luck on Monday night. But
6: thanks for, but thank you for asking.
0: It's my pleasure, absolutely. Nick, right. good luck to All you right, on y'all. Monday night in Tampa Bay.